Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you love lactation tea but hate the taste, nursing time tea is right for you. But we'll hear more from Fairhaven Health uh, later after Diane's review of the week. Yes. Well, it's not your review of the week, but someone's. So, yeah, it's not my review of the week. We are awesome. That's our review of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Diane wrote a review of the podcast. <laughs> okay, so this is from Melanin Mom. I've been nursing my son and listening to the podcast for 11 months. This is from, I should also say this is from Thankful Black Mama, Melanin Mom. I've been nursing my son and listening to the podcast for 11 months. I've loved so many episodes, especially the ones about pumping at work, biting, bottle refusal, spending a night away from baby. However, I have to send a huge virtual hug to you ladies for highlighting Black Breastfeeding Week. That was one of my favorite episodes so far. Thanks for using your platform to shed light on the disparities that exist for Black women. I'm a part of several Facebook support groups for breastfeeding, and most of them didn't acknowledge Black Breastfeeding Week at all, so I was pleasantly surprised and thankful to see the episode pop up on Monday. It was an emotional and powerful episode. Thank you for seeing us and hearing us. This podcast is amazing. So I just, I don't know. Wonderful. Yeah. I have nothing to even add to that. I know. There's nothing to say. (laughs) Right. I know. Um, And I'm so, we were really excited to do that episode and we'd been planning it for a long time. And yeah, we really, we were really excited about it. And And we need to do more. It needs to not just be during Black Breastfeeding Week. Yeah. It needs to be like, just a regular thing. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, definitely check it out. It was during Black Breastfeeding Week. One. Yeah. Only a few weeks ago. So. <sighs> so if you would like to be our review of the week, definitely hit us up on iTunes and leave us a review. We would love to hear, you know, your thoughts too. So definitely hit us up. Thoughts, suggestions, all those things. We'd love it. Yes. And... We are going to talk about kind of a, like, I don't know, like, I was going to say it's a fun topic because it's kind of, it's one of those topics where society hates it. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like, I don't know. And it's not technical. There's like, it's not like there's like, you know, there's no one answer. It's not like a technical thing where we can tell you what to do. Um You know, like, it's more of just like a discussion and you figuring out kind of what's what works for you? So, I mean, there's, you know, when you're breastfeeding, one a really common feeling that we get is being touched out. Mm-hmm. It's just like one of those things that's going to happen. It's just going to happen. Yeah. There's really no way around it. There's somebody touching you. All somebody the time. inside you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they come out and then they're touching you all the time. Um, <laughs> and that's like, it's going to be, that's a lot for anybody, for anybody and everybody. Yeah. And I don't I don't think it's even like I mean, obviously, it starts in infancy and, you know, they want to be held and on you and then you're nursing them a zillion times a day and, you know, like you're sleeping with them and whatever is going on. And it's just like you you have this little extension of your body of yourself. And sometimes you get to that point where you're like, oh, my gosh, I just want to be by myself. I just don't want to be touched. I don't want to be needed right now. I don't want this. And I mean, it starts in infancy, but that it doesn't end when the baby weans even, you know, like it doesn't end there. So I don't know why sometimes people say, you know, 
well, if the if you're feeling like that, maybe you should stop breastfeeding. Maybe you're not enjoying it anymore. And it's like, but the baby's still going to need you. You're still going to have that feeling sometimes of being like, oh, my gosh, I just need five minutes to myself before I have a conniption fit. You know, like it just it just happens as a mom, I, I think, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think parenthood is just being overwhelmed with caring for little humans. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to say that, like, this doesn't end. The, the problem doesn't end when you when you wean. Um it's not, and it's not a problem. It's a totally normal thing. Like these feelings, even when they're big and when they're unpleasant, they're normal. You know, you're not because people feel guilty, too. Right. It's like, oh, my God, like I can't I can't take it anymore. Like I, this is my baby. I shouldn't want to feel like I want to be in the other room. I shouldn't feel like I want my kids to stop touching me, you know, but but because we place so much judgment on all these feelings but this is feeling it's just how it is Mm -hmm. and i mean i have a five-year-old who hasn't breastfed in i don't know half a year or something and he's on me constantly Mm -hmm. he's constantly sitting on me and he's sleeping with me like now we have our sleeping arrangement changes all the time because it's just a chaos circus (laughs) but it's like i now i try to go because we bought a puppy and we didn't buy a puppy. We adopted a puppy. I don't know why I said it like that. We bought a puppy. We adopted this dog. So I'm like on the edge kind of with the dog. And then I try to go away from x leaks. I'm like, he's a little older. Like he like, I don't want to like, he's not nursing at night. So I'm like, I don't want to like move the bed and like wake him up and like try to be over there. He will like roll across a twin mattress and a queen mattress. And like by the morning, he's just over on the other side next to me. Mm hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, can you just, ugh. Okay, anyway, so the point, yeah, it doesn't, that feeling is not going to go away right. when you wean. No, and mine, where I, you know, when my youngest, it's funny when I say my youngest, he was only the youngest by three minutes, but <laughs> he was the same way. I mean, they all have been like that. And I can remember even times, you know, being like at my mom's house and all three of them be climbing on me and my mother be like, stop climbing all over your mother, you know, like, because I maybe just got home from work and was picking yeah. them up or whatever. But like... Brandon especially used to be all over me and sometimes it just got to be so much and by the time he was like Exley's age and then yeah. I was a single mom at that point yeah so I was it you know there was no way to be like all right go bother your father for a few minutes like you know like it was I was it so I remember going to the pediatrician and or our doctor or whatever we had a family practice doctor and um he was laying across my lap, you know, like probably four or five years old, laying across my lap. And I just like automatically put my hand on him and was rubbing his back, just like an instinct to just like, you know, touch him. And she was like, well, see, that's why he keeps doing this. Oh, my God. Because you're, you know, like kind of implying that I kept showing emotion and nurturing. So that's why he continued to climb all over me. Because I was complaining about how touched out I was. That's why we were having that conversation. I was complaining about just like, oh, my gosh, he's all over me all the time. And then he, you know, true to fashion, he climbed on me and I, you know, kind of wrapped him up. And she was like, well, that's why. I mean, that's disgusting. Right. I can't stand. See, this is the thing. This is why I want to talk about this, because we have these feelings of being touched out. And then when we tell somebody our feelings, not just about being touched out, about anything, really, how this happens, whenever anybody says, like, I have, I'm having this negative feeling, it's like, well, you know, just, just wean, just stop, just, you know, just cut it out. <laughs> just 
cut it out. I, like, well, I mean, it's a, you know, the, it's ridiculous. Feelings. So I'm constantly having these conversations with my kids. It's like feelings are, you can't, you can control what you do about your feelings. You can control your thinking. You can't control the feeling. Right. Like if you're having it, you're having it. It's not wrong. It's not bad. It's a feeling. Right. And it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean that you need to change something about what you're doing. If you want to, then we can talk about that. But it doesn't mean that you automatically, that you're wrong for having this feeling and that you're doing something wrong to bring it on. That is not the case. And this is how so many people feel mm-hmm. because we're basically told that. Right. But, you know, quite honestly, sometimes when it's a situation like that, like if you just acknowledge it and be like, as hard as it is to acknowledge it because of the guilty feelings and all that. But if you mm-hmm. just acknowledge it and be like, all right, yes, this sucks. Right now I'm not in the mood for it. And I have to like turn on that face and pretend that I am. And at least you're kind of like being true to yourself, you know, and that's exactly. And you're acknowledging those feelings. What really is hard is when other people don't acknowledge that for us, you know, like they just kind of, uh, like you said, Oh, just wean just, just basically what they're saying is just walk away from your child. Yeah. You don't like it? Just walk away. Just walk away from them. Let them fend for themselves. You don't, you don't, you know, if it's making you feel bad, just let them be. Leave them alone. Walk away. Yeah. Nobody wants to acknowledge negative feelings. We always, whenever there's a negative feeling pops up, it's like, well, just do whatever you can to make it go away. Because I can't sit with it and I can't sit with you talking about it because it makes me too uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just garbage. It's like this, this you know, this culture that we're in that's just so uncomfortable with feelings, that's so uncomfortable with, you know, people showing any kind of emotion. It's like we're supposed to just be breastfeeding in a meadow with a (laughs) yellow dress on. in Flowers in our hair. Yeah, sunflowers (laughs) around us. Like, this is not life. Mm -mm. And this is like, and then people start thinking, well, that's not how it is for me, so I'm doing something wrong. You know, something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with the way that I'm that I'm doing this. And it's just not true. That's a lie. Nobody feels probably when you're breastfeeding, you might one you might at one point feel like a goddess breastfeeding in a meadow, (laughs) you know, and then, you know, just hang on to that as long as you can, because it's going to go away and it's it might never come back. But it's like any other kind of relationship, you know, you get with any like, you know, your your partner. How blissful it is in the beginning. How lovely it is at times. Then there are times where you're just like, I need to distance myself from you because you're making me crazy. You know, <laughs> right. like the other day, exactly. I know I was like just in a horrible mood the other day. And I was, you know, Tom was trying to talk. And I'm like, stop talking. Just stop talking to me. You know, like, and I'm just like, but you have those moments. Every relationship yeah, I mean, has that. And this is no right. different. This is a relationship with your baby. Totally. It's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we do this all the time. We do this like with we do this with breastfeeding. Like it's just breastfeeding is one of those things that we can just like people are just like, well, just toss it away. Just throw it away. It doesn't matter. And we would never say this about somebody who was like, oh, my husband's really, you know, I'm having a really hard time. I'm not getting along with my husband right now or my partner. You know, I I or a friend right. or my job, my mom you know, really and having a hard time with this relationship. And it's really driving me nuts. And I really just need to spend like the day away. And I can't you know, I just don't want to talk. You, you know, we don't. Well, you should just get divorced. Right. Oh, why are you bothering? Nobody would ever say that to somebody who was like, <laughs> I'm having a hard time right now. Maybe, you know, there's certain, certain situations where, sure, I'm, you know, divorce is absolutely warranted. But nobody would, nobody says this when you're having a bad day. Right. Right. Exactly. That's the difference. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you're having a bad day with breastfeeding. And then it's just like, you got to quit. And this is all coming from the outside. But a lot of stuff comes from the inside, too. You know, there's a lot of this like, I'm so touched out. I need to stop breastfeeding. I just need to stop. I need to wean. And, you know, like we talked about, um, that's not going to make you not feel touched out in the future. And if you truly, truly want to wean, you have no judgment from me. Right. Like, not at all. I breastfed my kids until they were six and a half and four and a half. And I tell you, if you don't want to do that, don't do it. It is not. It's not for people who don't want to do it. I didn't even want to do it half the time. (laughs) You know, it's like, this is, you know, this is, and then the feedback I get is, well, why'd you do it? You know, it's just, you eh. you know, because I wanted to, it's my business. But, you know, we, you know, if you, the, the weaning part, there's some things that this is, comes up because this is a lot, a lot of what happens is I'll get messages from people and they'll say, you know, I'm breastfeeding my however old, it's usually an older baby and it's usually an older, like a toddler or something, but it certainly happens with babies too. Um, I'm breastfeeding. I'm really touched out. I'm feeling really overwhelmed. I need some, I need to wean. I need some help. I feel like I'm going crazy. Can you help me wean, you know, the baby, Mm -hmm. the child, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I can. But I wonder, like, do you want to wean? You know, is that, do you want to wean or do you want to feel like you're a little bit more in control? Or do you want to feel less touched out? Do you want to feel like, do you want to keep breastfeeding, but have a way to manage these feelings? Because that's what it was for me. I mean, I, I, when I felt overwhelmed and I felt like I needed to stop, um, you know, the next day or something, I would be like, I actually don't really want to stop, but I sure want to stop feeling this. Mm -hmm. You know, it comes up with touched out. It comes with nursing aversion too. nursing aversion is a big thing where it's like, I mean, and that's like a whole that's that's a whole different like touched out times a million yeah but you know for me the answer was um boundaries and i think usually when i talk to people about it when i say like do you really want to wean because if you do i'll help you if you don't i still can help you (laughs) Do, do you want um do you like do you think creating some boundaries around this breastfeeding relationship would help you and i think and i know for myself too that I didn't even think of that as an option. Like, wait a minute. Okay, my child's a little bit older. And my friend, my really good friend was like, you know, I was talking to her about this. And she was like, yeah, I was like that for me. And I really needed to create some boundaries. And I was like, boundaries? Like, first of all, I'm not good at boundaries in any part of my life. (laughs) And so now I'm like, oh, I'm going to implement this in my breastfeeding relationship. This is new territory for me. Like, I have to say no. I have to do all these things that like always made me so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really helped me feel like I was more in control and had that space away when I needed it. And that, for me, helped me to breastfeed for as long as I ultimately really wanted to. And we have to consider, too, like, it's it's not just mom being impacted by this whole thing either. So what happens if you're having a touched out day and you're like, OK, I'm done with this. I can't take it anymore. I'm, I'm weaning. Like, what what happens to the baby? You know, like, they don't understand that. They just need you. And I want you all the time. And all of a sudden, they're cut off from one of their one one of the things that that helps them function day to day. Right. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a really big decision. And I think this is one of the reasons. And I, th- I think that parents are constantly like, I think that people do realize that. And they're like, I don't think my child's ready to I don't think my child's ready. I don't think I'm ready, but I can't handle this feeling anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so overwhelming. Um, And so, you know, there are some, you know, there are some ways that you can kind of create I think some comfort space for yourself, which is something you should do anyway. Yeah. Um, I think as you're, as you're breastfeeding an older child, it really just helps. You know, I didn't do any of that before I had my second child and I regret it because first, you know, first of all, he had to deal. My first child had to deal with me creating boundaries while he was adjusting to a, a new a sibling, mm-hmm. which was like double trauma. Yeah. Um, I wish I'd done it before. I wish I had not just sat there and swallowed all these feelings, you know, because that's what I do is I just go like, oh, my God, I can't handle this, you know, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I just like just drown myself in it and don't do anything about it. It's like, you know, like you like it's not you don't have to martyr yourself. No, You don't have to just sit in the feelings and deal with it like, you know, we can. We can do things about it. We can. And we're going to talk about those things, right? After we hear from our sponsor. Right. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you love lactation tea but hate the taste? Often nursing teas can taste earthy, which is a nice way of saying dirt. Fairhaven Health Nursing Time Tea is a caffeine-free, all-natural herbal lactation tea with a light lemon taste that you won't need to choke down. Nursing thyme tea is made with herbs such as fennel seed, goat's rue, and blessed thistle that have been used for centuries to support healthy milk supply and soothe an upset tummy. All ingredients are high quality, organic, wild crafted, and contain no preservatives or additives. Nurture yourself and your milk supply with nursing thyme tea. It can be made hot or cold, which is awesome when you forget about it. It's a great way to maintain your hydration while supporting your milk supply. Head to fairhavenhealth.com, that is F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off your purchase. And this uh, promo code and link, and as well as all of our other sponsor promo codes and links, can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Uh, along with all of our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes... And information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. So let's talk about some of the things that we can do to feel okay with this. I think yes. just even just knowing like, okay, I'm really having a touched out day. And knowing that you need to find that break for yourself. Like self-care is huge. And we just ignore that too. That's another thing. That's another uh-huh. one of those like elephants in the room where we're like, oh, yeah, I have a baby now. I shouldn't want self-care. I shouldn't want. Right. Well, and that's how we end up a lot of times in this situation, right? Yeah. We don't, we just kind of drown our, our fi- you have to, there's no way around like drowning yourself in it in the beginning, you know, because you are just kind of drowning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's normal. Um, but then, you know, we, it's, we do have to kind of do the work, right? Do yeah. the work to kind of find our way back up to the surface. Right. <laughs> And nobody's going to do it for us. You know, nobody's going to, we're not going to have Mary Poppins, you know, flying in with her umbrella saying, okay, I'll, you know, take care of the rest of this. Go ahead and do what you need to do. Like, it's just, we need to make that for ourselves. 
Right. And that's in way, and when you don't and when you just let yourself go and you just don't give yourself anything, that's when the touched out feelings feel even worse. Oh, my God. And all of these negative feelings just start to take over your whole entire day. And you're not a bad person for feeling that. You're not doing something wrong. It's just what happens when we don't take care of ourselves and we don't create those boundaries that we need. And we have a whole entire episode on boundaries, which is... Um, I was going to look up the number before we started recording. Yeah, but I'll I find don't. it. But we can um, I don't want to go into every single detail about boundaries because the episode is very thorough. And I think that you when you refer to it, you will if you haven't heard it yet. And it's really just I think one thing too. you know, like there's others. But yeah, the boundaries definitely needs to be an episode you check out if you haven't yet. Yes. Well, what other things do you um Besides boundaries, while I look it up. So, well, we've got, you know, boundaries, we've got self care, we've got acknowledging that it's, you know, that it's happening. Um, and really, you know, you see this going around, like, you know, in the memes and stuff like that, that you never want to quit something on your worst day, you know? Yeah. And it's, that's very, very true. And we all have those days where we're like, all right, I'm, I'm done with this breastfeeding thing. I can't take it anymore. You know, like it's just, we all hit that wall. And that's the day you do not want to quit because we need to just like, re, you know, get to the next day and feel a little bit better about things. But some, especially now, like with um, the kind of access we have to podcasts and to like meditation apps and, you know, things like that, that you can even just listen to while you are nursing are fantastic to kind of put your brain into a different place. So you're not thinking about how difficult you're feeling right now. Yes. And I found it. It's episode 38 is breastfeeding boundaries. But and I and I want to say that all the things that we're talking about right now really do come down to boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just the breastfeeding boundaries. Like there's breastfeeding boundaries that you can work with with your older child, like to, you know, limit the frequency and the duration of breastfeeding sessions throughout the day if that's something that's gonna that you feel like is gonna help you but also self-care is boundaries mm -hmm. you know this is all stuff all of this stuff of creating boundaries for yourself you know in relationships that you're having for your own to give yourself that own your own space for 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 those emotions that you're having these are all boundaries. I, I was talking to my therapist about this situation where I was a couple weeks ago, I was driving to um, the dentist with my kids. I was already they both had a dentist appointment and they both have these like problems and don't talk to me about the breastfeeding has caused them because it's that's garbage. Oh, yeah. That's another episode. They that just we, that's yeah. another episode that we do have. Yeah. Um, but they just have problems and they both had a, an appointment. I was really nervous about it. I was just, I just get really nervous about I just get I was nervous. Yeah. And so I'm driving and then the directions, I'm trying to find parking and trying to follow the directions. And uh, my mom was in the car. And so like, I'm just like, all oh, that, that's just like another trigger for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm driving and I'm, all of these things are going on and Exley's in the back seat and he wants me to look at something. So he's like, look, look. And I'm not listening to him because I was looking at my phone. You know, you're trying to follow the GPS. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, where I, where I parked last time is somewhere around here. And he's like, look. And I turned around and I was just like, I'm driving. Like I screamed. And 
my th- I was telling my therapist this, and she was like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a boundary for you. Like that's a and I I never thought of it like that before. I was like, oh yeah, he was like violating my boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not like he was touching me. It wasn't something that visual. It was like an emotional boundary that was being crossed for me. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, so like. I, all of this is just having boundaries for ourselves. And that's something that I think people, especially women in this country, are terrible at. Oh, my gosh. Because we are just never, ever told that we're supposed to have this. And anytime that you are, you know, feeling like you want to have this or you want to implement this for yourself, you're, you know, you're told that you're not supposed to. Like, we're never, ever taught to respect our own feelings. No. No. It's not polite. So here we are with, right, it's not polite. And, and then so now you have a baby and all of your feelings are, are, are more intense than you ever could have possibly imagined back when you thought you had all of these intense feelings. <laughs> right. You know, and now it's like we've got this baby and oh my God, I'm drowning in all of this. And then it's like, I better not say anything. There's probably something wrong with me. I'm probably overreacting. I'm probably just being a bitch. I'm probably just, you know, being rude. I'm probably, you know, just all these things that we're constantly told. And Mm -hmm. then, like, how in the world, like, there's no wonder that we're overwhelmed and 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 that we're not, you know, setting up these these boundaries for ourselves. It is, and it's like multiple layers. Like for me, I know I I'm one of those where I'll be like, "All right, I can handle this," and then another thing gets piled on, and then another thing gets piled on, and then another thing gets piled on, and it's just like, and because there's no boundaries. That's happening. Exactly. You know, and then you just get to this point where you're just like at a breakdown because you're trying to do all the things and handle everything. And you're in this emotional place where you're like feeling pulled in a million directions and there is no boundary. And that's, you know, then you get mad at yourself for not setting up that boundary or you get mad at other people for not automatically knowing that they, you know, that they should know. Yes. There is this yes. Part, you know, like, I do that. Oh my God, I do it all the time. And it's, it's really hard. You know, it is really, really hard to kind of go back and go, okay, this is this is what I need to do. But with babies, like we're at the beginning, you know, like we're at the beginning now of your mothering. <laughs> so kind of getting into that routine of being able to set those boundaries, I think is is not a bad thing. Early on. No, and it seems really yeah, it seems really hard to do it early on. It seems like it's gonna be easy later, easier later. But it's not. It's not. It's always going to be hard. And Di- Diane's yawning. Oh, sorry. I know. <laughs> no, it's just like you have teenagers. It's like it doesn't stop. It doesn't get easier. No. It's not, you know, like it's it's always going to be hard. It's always going to be something that you're going to constantly, constantly be working at. And I go through phases, too, where I get really good at it. You know, and I'm like, I got this. Like, I'm going, I have no feelings. I'm walking out the door. <laughs> you know, I'm walking out. Like, and, you know, it's like, because I was, even just yesterday, I was, with I took my kids out all day and we were hanging out with some friends. It was like a million degrees. And um, anyway, I got back and I was like, I got to go over to I needed to run over to Target. And um, Exley was like, he was, you know, he was he so wants to be around me all the time. He's like, what well, can daddy go? Can daddy go? And I was like, no, I'm going. I'm going, I'm bringing my iPod, I'm walking over to Target, and I'm going to have some time by myself. Mm-hmm. And he starts, like, getting upset about it. And I was like, I'm going. You know, you you can stay with Daddy. Right. You know, and so I just left. 
And like it's hard. And a lot of people will say to me too with the breastfeeding boundaries specifically because I do think that those are hard because you work so hard, right, to get breastfeeding going good. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, wait, I'm supposed to start saying no. And yes, you are (laughs) supposed to start saying no sometimes. Um, And then people are like, oh, my God, I can't do this. They cry. They just cry. It's so hard. Yeah, they do. They do. They cry. They get so upset. And I really just I I think that boundaries episode number 38 breastfeeding boundaries. I think that's one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done, because I just think that that's something that we don't ever consider. No, we don't. And and people don't realize that it's something that they can do to that. It's even an option. Enhance their breastfeeding relationship when they're feeling like they're at the point where this is just too much for them. Yep. You know, and that's okay. There's a there's a lot of things. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I think a lot of people look at breastfeeding as it's all or nothing. Oh, and I think we do that in a crisis, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like when you're feeling touched out and you're feeling so overwhelmed, it feels like a crisis and it's like all or nothing. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Don't look at my boobs anymore. Don't <laughs> go. It's like closed for business. Over. Done. Yep. You know, this is I mean, I know that's how I react when I'm, you know, overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so just if you're in that spot or if you get in that place, which you will, you will. You will. You'll be in that place sometimes. And there's nothing wrong with you. This is like a place where we all end up in all of our relationships, like we were talking about. Yeah, in all and, of them. And as your kids yeah. get bigger, they will still be there, those boundaries. And they will still be trying to be all over you. You know, and I, I know I've told this story before on the podcast. I have no idea what episode. But I remember coming home one night from, you know, I was... I teach once a month at a hospital and I was coming home and it's 10 o'clock at night and I walk in the door and all three kids are standing like right in front of the door waiting to talk to me. And I was like exhausted because I'd been going all day. And then, you know, when you're teaching, you have to be like on, you know, and you're just like, I'm having, you know, people are constantly, you know, trying to talk to me, trying to get in touch with me, asking breastfeeding questions, needing something. My kids are needing something. Your bosses are needing something. Like, and then I walk in the door and it's like they're standing there just staring at me because they couldn't wait till like I came home so that they could talk to me and be all over me too. And I was just like, oh my God. You know, <laughs> it's just like, this is exhausting. Yeah. It's like, I can't take it anymore. Right. I can't take it anymore. Right. I mean, it, it continues on even after you wean. It does continue on. Right. Right. Yeah. So you're not alone. It's uh it's okay. You can you know, and again, like you think that weaning is gonna solve everything and if you're ready to wean, that's your business. And everyone else can just eat it. Right. You know, if you're not ready to wean, then you know, and you really feel like that's you know, that that's the only way out for you, but you really don't wanna do it, um, you know, work on those boundaries and again, work on the boundaries. Just yeah. work on them. Uh, the breastfeeding ones and the all of them. All of the boundaries. Yes. Work on those. And you listen know, to that. You, might, you will. And yeah. And you'll get some pushback and, you know, just keep pushing. Absolutely. But well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Go listen to episode 38 if you haven't. And if yes. you have, go listen to it again. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.